This is some BS. Hey, y'all. Can I just say, if you are listening to this, thank y'all so much for coming back here every week to listen to me and the people that I have on and all the bullshit because you really could be doing any and everything else with your time, but you're listening to me. So I very, very, very much am grateful for you. If y'all feel like my energy is low throughout this, it's because it is. This week has been very trying. I guess I can let me tell you all about my week. That's just where we'll start. All right. So last week I had mentioned, if you listen to the whole episode, I mentioned that we have to move three months into our new place. We are moving um, really by choice because management just sucks. So we're choosing to leave and we um, last week decided on a place, put in our application almost immediately get a response back saying we are denied for an eviction of all the places I have lived I have never been evicted never and neither has my husband so I'm like oh my god that was like my breaking point the week before having to sort everything out about moving and making the decision to end our lease here and then finally finding a place with these crazy ass rent prices and submitting all the paperwork, doing all that shit, and then just to be told no because I have an eviction that I know is not right. That was my that was my my last straw. Luckily, they cleared it up almost again almost immediately, and they realized that that was not my information. I have no idea where that came from, but it was just like added stress, and I was just like, "What the hell is happening?" But we got that cleared up. And then found out or discovered that I got our moving dates all mixed up. So basically, we're going to be homeless for a little bit and having to go stay with my parents. And then on top of having to prepare to pack up our entire home, and I feel like we just unpacked. And then now we have to get a storage for like a week or two. And then moving again. It's just, it's a lot. Add on top through all this, like I gotta work and still take care of my child and still cook dinner and still clean the house and still do laundry. I'm just exhausted. It's Sunday night. I should have recorded this Friday when I had the chance, but I just, I, I didn't really, didn't feel like it to be honest. I didn't even really want to be doing it today, but I'm making myself. I, ha- I have to follow through on my commitments and I'm gonna do it. All right. And I actually feel like I have a pretty good episode this week. It's just going to be me. Um, I've gotten to hear from two people uh, that I'm pretty close to. Pretty close. Yeah, I'm pretty close to my husband, I would think. (laughs) Um, And so now I kind of just wanted to open up a little bit more about me and my life and things that I've, I've experienced. Um, so I know I just got telling, got done telling y'all about some trying points throughout the week, but one of my high points, one of my peaks this week is that I quote unquote graduated therapy. Y'all probably like, what, what do you mean? 
I started going to therapy, I believe it was back in 2019. So it's been a while. That was what, four years ago? And what initially made me start going is because I knew that I'm just going to put it out there. A relationship that I was in previously really effed me up. I knew that in more ways than I probably realized that it was, that it basically changed kind of who I am in my mind and how I felt like about myself. So that was my like initial reasoning for starting therapy is I kind of wanted to dig into all that. Like in what ways did this really F me up and how can I fix it and all that. Like I really just wanted to dig deep within myself and within with my past and anything that else that has happened in my life that could have potentially caused trauma and especially the hidden trauma is really what like intrigued me to start therapy. Um, so I started going in 2019 and I remember my first therapist, I went to her a handful of times and she just constantly gave me like handouts, was get, constantly giving me paperwork about like communication and anxiety. And I remember she told me about like these um, like points on your body that you can touch when you get anxiety. And it was just all weird and wasn't deep. It was just like I had to go home and read paperwork when I've been sitting here for an hour talking to you. And I kind of felt like I wasn't getting anywhere and I wasn't getting getting anything out of it. So it didn't last very long. And then I think I didn't go for a little while. Okay, so 2020, I started seeing a new therapist. And when I decided to see that one, it was because I needed it. I was at the lowest point ever in my life. I was extremely depressed, laying in bed and kind of didn't have no desire to get up and do anything that needed to be done like around the house um I wasn't working um experienced probably the most traumatic thing that I've ever experienced in my life and it was just like a super super dark heavy time for me um so I knew I needed to see someone so I started going to that therapist a different therapist um And that kind of became, I saw her again only a handful of times because it became like, like a gossip session. Like I'm sitting here telling you about what's going on in my life and leaving, not feeling anything, not feeling any better, not feeling any worse, just feeling the same. And like, I'm just telling you all this for nothing. So I cut that off pretty quickly. And then somewhere else down the line, line, I found a new therapist and she made me feel better about, about seeing a therapist. Like it, it seemed like it, she was trying to help. And I saw her for a good while and I think she fulfilled her purpose for that short amount of time and I can't really remember what made me stop actually I do remember 
there's a podcast I would listen to and they would constantly talk about their therapy sessions and how amazing they would feel afterwards and how they would learn all these things that helped them out. Um, like in other situations that came up in their lives and they just felt so good afterwards and I wasn't feeling that. So yes, I thought that my sessions were going good, but the way that I heard other people talking about their therapy sessions, mine, I wasn't feeling like that. So I was like, maybe she's just not the right one for me. Broke up with that therapist. <laughs> and then at the beginning of 2022, last year, I finally found a therapist that was perfect for me. She made me cry because of the deep shit that we would get into. She would make me feel good about myself. She would reassure me. She would tell me when I was wrong, different ways that I could improve, like all these different tools that would like help me internalize all the bad things that have happened before and how to truly, truly get over them and how how to like change my mindset when these thoughts come up to move past them and even like relationships with people currently like family and things like that like the bad relationships in my life how to kind of make peace with them and be able to move on without it heavily affecting me without it me without me having all these negative thoughts surrounding them and I just felt so good after every therapy session and if I didn't feel good and something that we talked about really impacted me for the whole week I I would let her know we would get into it even more like in a good way not like we butt heads but like dive deep into whatever the issue was and she was just amazing when I started therapy I went in like back even back in 2019 I went in knowing my traumas and what I wanted to talk about. I knew the things that affected me and knew what played a role in who I am today. And I knew, I just knew what I wanted to get into. Well, when I finally found this quote unquote perfect therapist, she ended up uncovering things that I did not think were trauma or didn't expect them to be trauma. Like, I'm just carrying on telling her these stories and she's like, wait, 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 back up. What do you mean this happened? And she would just really dig deeper and and uncovered a whole lot for me that ended up being extremely helpful, for lack of a better word. Um, So one of the examples that I kind of wanted to get into today Let me also add that I think another reason why I was trying to like put off recording is because honestly, I have anxiety right now. (laughs) I, I'm, I keep wanting to say nervous, but it's not nervous. It's straight up anxiety. I have anxiety, even though I knew that like at some point I wanted to like discuss the deeper things in my life. Like I knew that from the very beginning of even from even the first thought of me wanting to have a podcast, I knew I wanted to get deep with my life. But here I am. And now I'm like, oh my God, do I really want to sit here and open my mouth? But I'm going to do it anyway. So one of the things that my therapist helped me to uncover and one of the things that I just so casually brought up and she's like, wait, 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 
So that opened the door to dig into something for me that I thought didn't matter. And that's high school. In high school, I experienced so much shit. And I say now, if you ask me about high school now, horrible. Don't recommend. Like, I just, I pray. When I think about my child, I pray that she never has to experience the things that I have experienced. And even for when my sister, my sister's two years younger than me, I never wanted her to experience the same things that even I was going through during it. Like, it was, high school was just horrible for me. As an adult, looking back prior to, you know, my uncovering with my therapist, it was, it it was like, it didn't count. My experience in high school didn't count and it didn't affect who I was today because I was a kid and it just, it didn't matter. Like compared to, I was comparing it, I guess, to what I experienced as an adult, my life as an adult and comparing it to things that basically comparing it to other people's traumas, basically like other people go through worse. High school does not matter. And I think a part of me having that mindset about it was because when I was in it, it was almost like normal. For me, high school was exactly what the movies portrayed. The mean girls, the cattiness, the drama. And that is exactly what my experience was. So in that moment, I thought it was normal. And after high school, because I thought it was normal, as an adult, I began to think high school didn't matter. So, all throughout high school, I was in an on and off again relationship. It it started literally the summer before high school and didn't end until um, maybe like a couple months or something after high school. I don't really know. I'm more so going to focus on the high school part. I was saying in the beginning and in the times that we were on, they were very much like happy and memorable experiences going on double dates and getting ice cream going to the movies picking me up and driving me to school asking me to prom like all these things right he was so um I hate this word but he was so romantic and really showcased his quote-unquote love So when it was on, it was good and it was really good, right? But when it was off, let me tell you, (laughs) it was, it was hell. It was hell for me. And the reasons why it would be off is because he cheated on me all the damn time. Freshman year, he kissed a girl, childish, whatever. I let it go because like, kissing someone yeah it's kind of childish whatever I was able to let it go granted I was pissed off and I remember like walking everywhere around the school looking for this girl not to fight her but just you know to talk to her because she was my friend so I wanted to speak to her sophomore year comes and my best friend that I made in middle school at sophomore year I'm gonna I'm break this this story down because this one was like the the hard hitter <laughs> I remember um, 
like I said, I made this friend in, in middle school. We were best friends, lived in the same neighborhood, always hanging out, having sleepovers, whatever, right? In sophomore year, my family and I went on a cruise. So I was out of school for a whole week. And I remember I came back and I made it just in time to go to one of the big rival high school football games. And I remember going and calling her, trying to see where she was sitting so I could go with them. And she like didn't answer something. Called my boyfriend and he was like, yeah, I'll come get you. Like, meet, I'll meet you at the gate, whatever. He came and then we went to go where my best friend was. And it was like a few other people don't really remember. But what I do remember is as we're all standing there watching the game, whatever. I remember the vibes just being so off and thinking like what is happening (laughs) because she kind of they weren't off with him they were off with her she kind of had like this attitude and was being kind of bitchy and I was just like "Mm, something's not right but I I didn't ask her about it I just let it go at some point after that I I don't remember how long after but she calls me pick up the phone as normal I'm like hey and she's crying I'm like oh my god what happened don't remember her exact wording but she tells me that she slept with my boyfriend I remember I immediately hung up the phone when then calling my boyfriend and he came over and we were sitting in his car and we were talking about it and I'm asking him all these questions and he's literally telling me he's just he's being real like he's giving me the answers to everything that I'm asking and all this information, even though they did this, like, I'm still going to be respectful and not give the details that he told me, but I'll just say, when I tell the story now, when I'm, like, being brief about it, I'll be like, um, yeah, in high school, my best friend lost her virginity to my boyfriend. That's all the details I'm going to give, all right? That's, that's enough. So after that experience, I remember feeling like I was under a magnifying glass at school, like, people were looking at me, wondering, whispering to each other, like, what is she going to do? Are they still together? Is she still friends with her? How did she find out? Like, and I'm sure there's, like, you know, high school. I'm sure there's, like, rumors mixed in and lies and whatever, whatever the hell else they're whispering about. I felt like I was under a microscope and people were just watching me and judging whatever I was doing. Eventually, um, I forgave her and tried to be friends with her again. I forgave him. And at some point we got back together and that was that. Along with like forgiving them and befriending both of them again, that comes with its own set of whispers and rumors, right? So I had to deal with the backlash of that. I sound very forgiving, but trust and believe I wanted to whoop her ass. (laughs) I just wanted one time for her to come at me sideways so that I could whoop her ass, but she never did. She was, she came off to me very like timid and scared. And I remember one time she wanted to talk to me in the cafeteria and we're sitting at a table, just me and her. And again, feeling like everybody was looking at us and She's, she's, she's sticking to her lies. She's sticking to the details that she wants to share about it. 
and I don't know why we are even discussing it at that point, but she's feeding me these lies and I'm like, he already told me the truth. Like, why are you sitting here trying? Like, you're not, you can't make yourself look any better. It is what it is. Just own it. And I remember she was, she, I was getting irritated because she's telling me these lies and I'm like hitting the table, like hard, like pissed off, speaking with such aggression and anger. And she's like putting her head down into her hand can you be quiet, please? And I'm like, oh my God, I wanted so badly for her to just get loud with me one time. That's all it was going to take. Anyways, I forgave. We attempted to move on and that was that, right? And then either the end of sophomore year or the beginning of junior year, he slept with someone else, someone else who was my close friend in middle school. It was just like one thing after the other, after the other. And again, more whispers and more reason for people to look at me under a microscope and to judge me and all these things right so because of the situations that he would put me in it opened the door for bullying essentially for people to for me to walk down the hallway and feeling like people are looking at me and people are whispering and people are talking about me and spreading all these rumors like he he started that. He was the root of that. And granted, I kept it going because I kept forgiving him. But just like I should have been done with him at the, after the first time, he should have allowed me to just move on my move on on my own and left me alone, right? That's hindsight. Well, and then junior year. Here's another crazy story. He had just picked me up from my house. We lived right around the corner from each other think we're going to the store i mean we literally probably get like two minutes from our neighborhood the same i remember the exact street and everything out my peripheral in the back seat i see uh pictures like uh laying flat down and it wasn't like i was being nosy i wasn't snooping it was literally on my peripheral like they were scattered in the back seat and i was like oh what are these maybe and me just you know being normal I grabbed the pictures, flipped them over, and they're prom pictures. Mind you, our school only had senior prom. We were juniors. The girl that he's posing with in these prom pictures is someone from a completely different school, someone that he went to church with, someone that he told me I didn't have to worry about. And I was just like, what the what the f-u-c-k and rage just came over me so you went to prom with another girl while we were dating and i didn't know about it like in my mind i'm thinking when was this how did i not know about this like how did i not even get the slightest suspicion that this happened what is going on and i remember being so pissed i was like let me out the car right now like i will call somebody to pick me up i will walk home i don't give a shit let me out the car right now he didn't he i think he turned around and took me home i don't know but that was the first reaction where i was straight rage straight anger nothing else like i don't want to hear what you have to say like just i saw red and I remember that being the first time, and this is me telling my flaws and telling all my business, that was the first time that I hit him in his face.
not a proud moment, but that it, I'm just saying that to one, just be real and not hide anything and not try to put on this facade that I'm perfect because <laughs> I'm not. And at the same time, it speaks to where I was fed up. Like all this shit had already happened and then you're still sitting here playing these games with me. Like looking back, I just want to scream at him and just be like, let me go. Even if I'm sitting here trying to make it work with us, like he could have still had the balls to let to let me go and just let me like don't drag me through this shit anymore. And me at the same time, looking back, I should have left him the first time. And if not the first time, definitely the second time. Like, what the hell was I thinking? And if not the second time, definitely the third. (laughs) Like, this is literally the fourth occurrence that something has happened. And not even, because there was, like, little shit all throughout. None of it was, like, sleeping with anybody. But there was, like, little, little shit going on in between these times. So there was, like, plenty of reason for me to leave this trash ass dude alone. And I just couldn't. You know, it was, like, one of those, like first love type things like you just think you're so in love and you think you're gonna spend the rest of your life together which sounds so stupid I just want to like slap myself but that's just reality that's what it was during that time and I remember going back to the store after that I remember thinking like I don't I'm I'm never going to problem with you like like I don't care if we get back together after this like I'm not going to prom with you. I refuse. And I remember being like, I'm intentionally avoiding wearing that color to prom. Like, like no, I don't want anything that has to do with prom. Like, don't want to do it with you. I don't care if we're back on the right track and we're better than ever. I do not want to go to prom with you. When these things would happen, I wouldn't just forgive him so quickly. And then we're back, quote unquote, in love. Like, we would break up for a minute. Like, this relationship was off and on for five years. If I counted the length of time that we were actually on, probably maybe <laughs> two years. I would talk to other guys and trying to move on and kind of forget about him and attempt to just be by myself. But it never worked. Something just kept drawing me back and that's probably like, other issues that we could get into later why why I kept doing that but that's just what it was I kept going back to him kept thinking that things were going to change right and maybe a lot of it was because like I said at the beginning like he was very romantic and very much showcased his quote-unquote love like buying me gifts buying me literally anything that I asked for he would get it if I needed anything from him as far as like like being there for me or taking me somewhere, picking me up from somewhere, he was there. So I think because of those good times and because of those good things that he showed me, it kept like suckering me back in. (laughs) But by senior year, we were chilling. I don't think that we were together like officially senior year, all of senior year, but we were chilling I didn't want to deal with anybody's bullshit. I didn't want to deal with anybody's drama. I I didn't really have friends like that because at that point, like my best friend was off at college. 
I had a few friends, but no one super, super close that I felt like I was close with. It was literally just me and him. I feel like by senior year, we were just clinging on to each other for not for love or for our the sake of our like relationship just to say we've been together for this long but more so like at that point our lives were so intertwined as far as like our families and things that we were going through not only in high school that had nothing to do with our relationship but like things in our homes and our lives outside of school kind of leaned on each other more as a crutch and as just someone to have my back someone that we knew had each other's back rather than a a romantic relationship and so by senior year we didn't really we didn't really deal with any drama and I did end up going to prom with him and <laughs> I know y'all are probably like are you fucking serious you're so stupid yes I am stupid I realize that all right I'm not there anymore but this again this is just me being real is me being raw that was my life in high school um I remember senior year again like I said we were minding our business chilling we're involved in no drama I remember one day I remember this day so vividly it was around valentine's day senior year the school was doing like this this um what did they call it singing it was like a telegram but like singing so you could pay a few dollars to have the choir go to your quote-unquote valentine and they would sing a song and again we're minding our business at this point we don't talk to really no one like there's a few people but that's it like we're straight chilling just ready at that point just ready to be done with high school ready to get out like let me let me go (laughs) high school let me go (laughs) and I remember one morning we're standing in the hallway waiting for class to start and these girls the two girls that he had slept with in previous years were walking they became buddy buddy right we're standing in the hallway me and I guess my boyfriend at the time couldn't really tell you if we were on or off at that moment but I remember they just were walking by and they were staring us down the whole time they're walking we thought it was so weird like we've gone this long without any drama with y'all like what is happening we were kind of caught off guard and then i think a couple couple hours later we're staying in the hall again and they do it again at that point i'm like pissed off you have no reason to be looking at us we don't talk to y'all y'all don't talk to us nothing has happened what are you doing and then i think it happened again but this time one of the girls was alone and she's just staring us down i think she was laughing and I saw red and I was done. That was that was my breaking point. We were on one end of the school and I remember I followed her all the way to the other side of the school to her class. And I said, fuck it. I walked in the class. <laughs> I got in her face. I'm like, what the f- are you staring at? What is your problem? And she's just like, what are you talking about? Like acting all stupid. I wanted so badly. That was another moment where I wanted her so badly to like to match my energy that's all i need just match my energy and i will whoop your ass right now (laughs) but of course she never did just like the other girl she never did and i just kind of had to let it go what 
are y'all doing this for? Like, stop, leave us alone. Come to find out, they are waiting this whole time to see if my boyfriend at the time got his little Valentine telegram thing. They apparently paid the money for the choir to go to him to sing him a love song. That is bullying. You know what you're doing. You're being conniving and just nasty. Like, we don't associate with y'all. There has been no drama for such a long period of time now. Why are y'all bothering us? Again, I'm telling these stories just to speak on my experience with high school and why I hated it. And those were just some of the things that I had to deal with. But like I said, I think by that point, we were just using each other as a crutch to get through our hard times just to have someone there that truly truly understands and knows everything that you're going through so we were we were comfortable and we felt like I felt like I needed to keep him around as my friend just someone that no matter what he had my back Another thing that I forgot to mention is at some point after he slept with these two girls that were my friends, they became buddy-buddy and decided to click up and really make my life hell. (laughs) Um, That's when like the online social media bullying started. There was like this website where people could submit questions and comments to you anonymously and I remember I would get questions like wanting me to clarify rumors that were just absolutely crazy and then comments like about my weight because from sophomore year to junior year that's when my body changed like I wasn't like just a skinny little teenager anymore that's when I started to put on weight and I really I wasn't fat looking back like I was absolutely was not fat but because a weight gain was noticeable they tried to call me out and make fun of my weight and I remember subliminal things being said on Twitter that didn't mention my name but they were very obvious that they were about me and I remember it was like multiple daily tweets about me when I was literally minding my business. So that's just more to speak to the bullying that I encountered. I get I don't even know why they were doing that. Like it's not like he wanted to be with him as far as I knew. And it's not like they wanted him as far as I knew. So there really was no point for them to keep dragging this out all throughout high school. But they did and yeah so I I definitely experienced way more shit than I needed to. And because of the movies and because of TV, thought it was normal. As an adult later on in therapy, discover, like, no, that actually affected who you are today. That's where the trauma of betrayal started. Um, My boyfriend and from my closest friends, the people that that I'm supposed to be close with and they're supposed to have my back, none of them did, including my boyfriend like yes I'm saying that our our lives were intertwined and we had each other's back no matter what but at the end of the day he still hurt me repeatedly so all these people essentially like failed 
the relationships that I thought that we had. And so that carried on in my next relationship. It was like everything else that he was doing wrong didn't matter because at least he wasn't cheating on me. At least he's not actually sleeping with these people. I mean, if I tell y'all the shit that I experienced in that relationship, y'all, y'all are really, y'all gonna really want to whoop my ass. <laughs> I feel like I've just been rambling, but I'm just speaking to something else that has made me who I am today. High school was no joke. It was rough. When I hear about kids being mean, even in like elementary, middle, like it makes me want to bite. Advice that I could give to teenagers and to my daughter one day, like, it's never ending. Like, I have so much shit I could say, but I guess my whole point of this, aside from telling my story, I guess I want people to know that therapy is not, therapy is not a bad thing. Therapy can really help you blossom into the best version of yourself. And, and help you unravel things that you you may think that don't even matter, don't even affect who you are. Everything matters. Everything affects who you are. And that's okay. It's helped me tremendously with my mindset on other relationships. My mindset on myself is a major one. How I feel about myself now is completely different. Though I no longer beat myself up for these type of things. And the things that I've allowed, don't be scared to get into therapy. Don't be scared when or if it takes you multiple therapists to find the right one. That's normal. Let the process happen. Trust me, when you get through the end of the dark tunnel of digging up all these things, like it's going to be such, such a relief. Yeah. 10 out of 10, recommend therapy. If you're not in it already, go do it. This week, I didn't ask for any listener BS. There was no questions that I put out there, so I have nothing to read today. But I do want to say, if you have any, any like crazy wild ass stories, or if you experienced something crazy in high school or whenever, anything, if you need advice, if you want to tell us a short story, like anything like that, y'all can DM it to me and I can read them on here anonymously and give y'all my advice or if I have a guest they can give you their advice but um yeah thank y'all for listening to this long rambling session again thank y'all for all, all the listeners and all the downloads the numbers just keep going up and it's just crazy to me and I'm so thankful so y'all have a good week and I'll talk to y'all later bye